Hello, everyone, and welcome to the side panel. I'm your host, AJ. Uh, again, with the, the lack of movies that have been coming out, as well as the uh, um, Omicron raging like crazy out there, seeing movies uh, hasn't been much of an availability uh, because it, there's hardly anything out there, and, you know, I have to go see every movie with a machete in my hand so I can fight back everybody that's... Um, you know, being stupid, or to cut down the illness that's chasing after me, much like a lot of what the people were doing in the movies I will be reviewing this week, uh, which includes Scream and the 355. Nice segue, right? <laughs> um, so let's get started, shall we? First off, let's we're going to talk about the 355. The 355 is a film about a bunch of different women who um, are kind of rogues in their own field, uh, from CIA, MI6, um, to uh, FBI, uh, to, to Russia's organization. I can't remember what it was called. I'm sorry, I fail. But um, they all, one way or another, are ostracized for something and decide to join forces to work on a particular case. And, uh, yeah. So there you have it. That's pretty much the extent of uh, the plot. Um, the movie itself was actually fairly good. I didn't know what to expect going into this. I thought we'd see some some action and whatnot. But um, the storyline actually worked out. Everything kind of came together pretty well. And, uh, and the action was really awesome. Um I wasn't a fan of the like the very last minute ending that they added on to them to to it, but uh other than that, I thought it was a really good movie. Um had a lot of big names out there, Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Finn Bang Fing Bing Bing, uh and Diane Kruger and Lapita Nyogo, um, with Sebastian Stan, Jason Fleming, Edgar Ramirez also included in there. Um BND, that's what it's called. Uh, CIA officer, DNI agent, MSS agent, BND, and MI6. There, I got it all. <laughs> anyway, what uh, basically the 355 is in reference to, um, way back in the days of George Washington and the American Revolution, uh, there was an agent codename. Agent 355, when she was a spy uh, and part of the Culper Ring. Um, it was probably, she was one of the first spies for the United States, and her real identity has never been known. The 355 uh, could be decrypted from the system the Culper Ring used, meaning a lady. So, um, for those of you more familiar with, let's say, um, Why the Last Man, Agent 355 was shown in there to be an, uh, an agent of the President of the United States, and in fact an entire organization of women whose job was to, to go out there and, and be spies and blend into everywhere else and just keep an eye out for anything involving anything going against the President themselves. So that's what this movie was in reference to, that organization. That's where it got the title from. And in doing so, they mentioned it in passing. It got like one sentence uh, mentioned from it. At, toward the end, but until then, you're so enamored by what's going on on screen that you don't really seem to notice. I enjoyed it. I, I think you should too. I don't think it'll do well right now because 
uh, Spider-Man's uh, hogging everything up. And good job for Spider-Man. Uh, the other mo- reason that it might not be doing too good is because, um, you know, Scream is just killing it. Ha! See what I did there? Uh, so that will review it. I went and saw the newest Scream, which is technically Scream 5. Now, this film, if you're not familiar with the Scream franchise, that you have some issues. But I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll tag it back for you. Okay, Scream was a movie that had come out in 1996. And it was basically about uh, a group of kids that are somehow entangled into this murder um, that a killer by the name of Ghostface Killer is subjecting on some students in the, the town of Woodsboro. So, bada bing, bada boom. The, the thing that made this movie really stand out was there was a character in the film that kind of got it. He was like the the, the end-all, be-all when it comes to horror movies and whatnot. And so, what he did was just call it out, like, this is what Scream is about. This is what horror movies are about. And um, this is how you survive a horror movie, basically. And that's what made this movie series franchise uh, so unique. Was that they all followed a... They would take the rules of whatever popular horror films were out at the time and apply them to this film in order to allow them to survive or know what's going to happen next. So flash forward here to Scream, uh, Scream 5, and uh, you're getting some of the same characters back and, and, and more new rules about how to survive a horror movie. They reference a lot of the newer films that have come out recently, Malignant, The Babadook, the Babadook uh, and other films like that, and how those people survived their film franchise or didn't. And also, the the new type of horror genre that is out now, it is, it's more of a thinking man's horror movie, uh, as opposed to, you know, the teen slasher films that had come out before. Um, so that was kind of cool to see. It, it brings back a lot of the original characters, as well as a lot of new characters coming in, and it leaves you guessing and wondering who the actual killer is toward the end. And in that, it also does a really good job. I thought I called it, and I actually did call it on who the killer was but was ready to be wrong because I had I had been wrong a few times before in previous films uh, luckily I wasn't wrong this time so I win yay uh, it is um, it was great to see a lot of the old people come back it was great to see that this film franchise is not dead um, and was still a lot of fun and still has you guessing all the way up until the end so if you've got a chance anytime soon go see scream go see the 355 they're both great movies and and a lot of fun uh scream better than 355 uh but either still equal uh unfortunately right now there's i mean i saw scream when it came out last week and um so right now the film industry is kind of taking a lull before uh, the end of January and February hit, at which point we're going to get some great films coming out. Um, when that happens, well, once that happens, uh, the, we'll be able to go see more movies and have a lot more to review and talk about on the show. I mean, next month alone, we're going to be looking at 
uh, Moonfall and Jackass Forever. I know it's a Jackass movie. It's a shame, a dirty shame that we like it, but we're all going to see it. Don't lie. If we're not going to watch it, we're going to at least watch parts of it. <laughs> uh, Kimmy is coming out next month. We got Death on the Nile coming out. Um, I, I may break down and go see Marry Me, the new uh, Jennifer Love, Jennifer Lopez movie. Um, only because there's nothing really else coming out that week except for Death on the Nile. And I promised my watch I would go see that with her, so <laughs> be desperate for a movie. Uh, we're coming out with the, the Uncharted movie, which is based off the Naughty Dog video game for PlayStation, which if you've played, it's amazing. I'm, I'm hopeful, even though it's got um, that one guy, Mark Wahlberg, in it. Who I'm not a big fan of, but you know I'll still go see it because I'm a fan of the the video games. Um, then you got Studio Six 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 coming out uh, in February, so all of those will be coming out next month. So we'll be able to have a better show for you and be more uh, showing up on a regular basis. In the meantime, do not follow, do not listen to the to the haters. Go outside, make your own decisions, do your own. Um, Follow your own agenda and open your mind up to new possibilities and new things that are out. Go see Scream. Go see the 355. Go enjoy yourself in the film. Things are going on right now that are just really hard in the world to suffer with. And we're all hitting what we call uh, fatigue and a worldwide fatigue with everything that's going on and and all the hatred and the hate and and the illness that's going on out there right now. It is a a good time to try and find yourself... um, and be a little kinder to not only your fellow man, but yourself as well. Uh, try to enjoy a little bit more in life. Enjoy these times. Uh, f- try to find the best out of the times that we're living in right now. Because it's really, really d- hard to do and depressing out there. And um, it just takes a little time. We'll be okay. And so will you. I mean, I'll be okay and so will you. Somebody will be okay. Somebody out there will be just fine. Who, I don't know at this point, but eventually I'm just rambling on and I'm going to stop rambling right now. Um, what I mean by that is to go watch some TV in the meantime. We've got great shows out there. Uh, Dexter, um, um, Yellow Jackets, uh, Book of Boba. All that stuff is going on right now. Good time to watch TV. Go give something a chance that you haven't given a chance to before. Don't listen to everybody else. The Book of Boba is great. And I'm enjoying watching it and waiting for it. Everyone seems to want to complain and, and be upset by it and and don't think that their dreams are being met by it. The problem, and this is just a separate rant, and I'm sorry um, for keeping you this long. Uh, the Book of Boba, the, the, the problem I think everybody is having is they want, they're not getting what they wanted. And unfortunately... They everyone fails to forget that the, when the Disney franchise bought over Lucasfilm, anything that came before that time uh, was no longer accepted as part of the canon storyline wise. So anything we may have read or come across, as far as Boba Fett goes and the stories of how he survived and and did all this stuff afterwards, were gone. And so we're watching a character that had four lines spread across nine movies and are mad because we're not getting what we expected when we really had nothing to expect except 
what we saw a brief glimpse of in The Mandalorian. The big book of Boba is a slow build, and I have every bit of confidence that by the end of the season, we will be completely satisfied and completely happy with it. So watch Book of Boba. It's it's great. It's it's wonderful to fill in the gaps with something new that we weren't expecting. So enjoy that. Anyway, I'm done with the rant now. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. If you have a moment, go check out uh, crookedsmileart.com. Our friend Richard, who's a friend of Forbidden Panel, has been working with us for many years, has started his own website doing cooking, uh, selling comic books, and custom action figures. He's got some really great videos up there right now for you to check out. So go watch them, maybe learn how to cook something you didn't know how to cook, or just watch Richard be silly, because that's what we got to do right now to find our smile. Um, So yeah, give Richard a shout out, tell him AJ sent you, um, and then he'll yell at me for something. (laughs) All right, everybody, make sure you, if you have time and you have it within you and you live in the Inland Empire, on February 5th and 6th, find Forbidden Panel at the CreepyCon in Ontario, at the Ontario Convention Center. It's a horror convention uh, that's kind of a new thing here for Inland Empire. And um, there's going to be a lot of great people there, as well as ourselves. We'll have our calendar out there. We'll have our newest issue of ZKS. And a lot of great artists and, and creators that will be there, as well as people that have starred in your favorite horror movies that will be signing autographs throughout the weekend. So come give it a shot and check it out. That's creepycon.com. In the meantime, uh, you guys be cool, and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. <laughs>